Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now, it's time for part three of In the Moment. All right, let's take a moment. All right, Katie, we got to talk about this. Uh, well, technically, it's not a submarine, right? It's a miniature one. No, the technical name... Is the ocean something. The a submersible. Oh, a submersible. Okay. That's the technical name. Okay. Hot tub, jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be very careful with this because I know the world we live in today. There are Half of the world is making jokes. The other half is saying this is a serious situation. And I'm torn on this, though, Katie, because there's the part of me that feels like, damn, I would have done this. You know me. I'll take a risk. To go see the Titanic? Not in this way. I, it's things I would do. But this I would have done mm-hmm. until they'd showed me that fake Xbox controller. Okay. And I'm off that thing. Okay. I was watching one of the gentlemen on the news who said, yo, I know everything about this. Seacraft. And I asked him, what would you have gotten on it? He said, no. So the guy who knows everything about it says, no. Hmm. These are billionaires. Yeah. And I'm saying this with all due respect. I want them to still be alive. I'm praying to God they are. But these are billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be foolish and become a billionaire, at least I'd like to think. No. Yes and I'd no. I'd like to think. Yes and no. You got so- some kind of common sense if you make a billion dollars. Here's what they're probably thinking, right? Because right. we we see the sea craft and we see how it's operated, right? But this wasn't like it was the first voyage. The dude's been doing this for over a year, and he was care. doing multiple a day. Nope. So if you've seen all these success ones, and it was all these, Katie, what's all these? Twenty five of them. What are we? What are we talking? About? When you say, don't just say all these. Give me numbers, because I'm at. I know how long NASA been going to space. I don't want to have it wrong, but he would do like. Three a day. I don't want to have how the right. Long? He's been doing it for over a year. The dude who created this, yes, has been doing it With for over a year. In it? Yes, and a woman. She even showed her experience because she has footage. Um, who survived it, made it out. One woman. No, there's multiple people, but she's like, this is my experience, and she showed it. There's been multiple people who've gone down and Katie, done you, this. I won't even get the and iPhone for the then, first year. You know that about oh, me. Oh yeah, because. I mean, sometimes you just got to have a little common sense. I know, but... When Nelly said, "Er?" (laughs) But to give them the benefit of the doubt, it Uh wasn't like they were the first to explore. All right. If I've seen that someone else has done it and it probably has been successful and I've always wanted to do it, then maybe I'll take that risk. Well, let me be clear. Because first of all, somebody has to be the first to explore something, right? Yeah. For all of us that have done something. Mm -hmm. I enjoy an airplane all the time. Yep. And I always told you I'm the wrong brother. But the Wright brothers, they had to be the first. Yes. Somebody has to be the first to do everything. Mm-hmm. So my hat's always off to anybody that's the first. So if, whether they were the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, none of that matters to me. My hat's off to them. That's a, a level of courage 
I don't have. I'm willing to say that. Mm -hmm. I don't like when people look at people who get on stages and then say, boo, would you get up there? Right. And shut your ass up. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go down there. So I'm not here to question their level of courage. They got that. What I'm trying to understand, you got a billion dollars. Because all this stupid shit that I've ever done in my life was to make money. (laughs) Okay. That's when I get stupid. That's me personally. Right. Everybody gets stupid for something different. Right. My dumbass decisions came from I want to be a billionaire so So freaking bad. Mm -hmm. You already there. So, all right, if somebody came to me with the idea of you want to go see the Titanic at the movies? (laughs) No. Because the answer would still be no. Live. I'm not going to lie. You know me to be a bit of a daredevil, Katie. Yeah. I would have been interested. Mm -hmm. I would have been interested. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they would have said it's two hundred and some thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. I would have no longer have been interested as a billionaire. Nope. But I would have had questions. Okay. And then the moment they would have showed me that video where these men were speaking about this sea craft so unseriously, I promise you, Katie, with all the money in the world, mm-hmm. at the point that that man told me that this is not rocket science. This should work like an elevator. It should go up and down. We are talking about 13,000 feet into the sea. Mm -hmm. When the Navy SEALs and all of our military equipment are only trained to go down 1,500 and 3,000 the most. Mm -hmm. They got to go get some kind of rovers that that are going down with no man in them. Right. And they got to put arms on them Mm -hmm. like our robot. (laughs) And then go get, what am I, you think I'm still going down there? Katie, the Xbox controller that they was using wasn't even Xbox. Okay. I've seen an Xbox controller. I've seen a PlayStation controller. It wasn't PS1. Okay. It's not even a name brand. Mm -mm. I'm not going anywhere where no other human being has been or where only 12 human beings have been off of AA batteries, Katie. Okay. I promise you I'm not. Okay. The man who said this shouldn't be rocket science? No. No, it, it should. should. <laughs> it should. No, it should. Right? Yeah. Why would you do that? Daredevil, like you said. Can't I get... got the money. Yeah. I can afford it. <sighs> Why not do it? I've lived life. Why not? Do you would have done it? No. <laughs> you know why, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's just say you would, right? <laughs> the man's stepson, his own stepson. Uh, yeah, the Blink-182 concert. Your stepdad is down there. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a mental illness that he's going through, or do you think that his stepson just doesn't care because he's getting paid? <laughs> he don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's kind of what I think. It's not. There's no mental Ill- illness involved. He just doesn't give a fuck. So much so that he publicly won his announce. Hey, guys, my stepdad may be dead, but I'm going to a concert. Can you he, don't give a fuck. And he's talking to, like, Instagram models, come sit on this. Look. Right? Yeah. What's his age again? I don't know. <laughs> Is he 20-something? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't even really care. Old enough. It was a Blink-182 reference. Oh, God. Because that's about the time. What? No, because what the hell, man? I tell you this, though. God bless them people. Seriously, rest Mm -hmm. in peace if they don't make it. I would have found a way. 
out? No. To tell the world that that boy better not be in my will anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm haunting somebody's Katie, dreams. I'm telling you right now, I, I would have found a will to get him out of my will. <laughs> I may not know. I may not have made it back up here. But I tell you what, his punk ass <laughs> is out. Yeah, my Bluetooth would have worked for that shit. <laughs> that Apple AirTag I put in my shoe just in case. Yo. I'm telling you right now, I'd have sent up a message and said, well, what you want us to give him? I'd have said he went to Blink-182. All the small, small things. things. <laughs> no. Remove him. Yes. He is out of here. Oh, wow. Because they say that people can grieve differently, and that's true. And I could probably go to a one Blink-182 concert if I don't know how else to deal with my trauma, but I ain't got to post it. Exactly. That's the thing. I ain't got to post it. I don't have a problem if he went to the concert or not, but you publicly posted it. So you publicly asked for it. It's hard in a world that we live in today of having to feel bad about so many different things and so many different people who go through things they don't ask for, mm-hmm. they don't deserve. And mm-hmm. I'm not, no one on that submarine probably deserved this. And I truly, truly feel for them. And that had to be the worst kind of experience you can ever imagine. I don't even want to imagine what it would be like to go through that. But it just makes you wonder is that truly some kind of. Not karma, not punishment, not these words that these people are throwing around, but just some kind of, I guess... Natural selection. Of being that level of rich that you just think you are so disconnected from the reality of life that you would go 13,000 feet in the fucking ocean in a balloon that's controlled by a fake Xbox controller? No, I just think, honestly, they just didn't think about that. They're like, ah, I'll Let's be do fine. it. Did you, I watched the uh, footage of it mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's fascinating. Very fascinating. To It'll see be, the Titanic down there? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. In fact, it was enough. <laughs> I'm serious. It, I, I've seen it all. <laughs> no, I saw it. I, I put it on that little three times the speed. <laughs> all right. I saw a little spiders down there. <laughs> You know what else I saw? Them little creatures. What? <laughs> yeah, it was a bear. All right. Say I didn't. No, I dare you. Thirteen thousand. No, no, I dare feet. you to say I didn't see a bear. Dead. You don't know what I saw. It was dead. Last time you challenged me, you saw what happened. It was dead. Stop playing with me. Moving on. All right. So speaking to that situation, I was speaking of earlier, where someone called the show and they accidentally threw their significant other's lovey. lovey. Is lovey. it a lovey or a lovely? Lovey. I think it was lovey. In a dumpster. Uh-huh. She went dumpster diving for it. Uh-huh. And I told her, you either find it or if you don't find it, you keep the dumpster juice on your dripping off your mouth until he comes home so that he, she can see how much you really, like, love him. And you went in there, right? Mm-hmm. What would it take to make you go dumpster diving? For what? Anything. For who? Anyone. Because if you notice, everyone on the show said the three of the four of us have gone dumpster diving before. And the one of the four was me. And well, again, no, I'm not going to say it because it's obvious. But I'm curious. As I was sitting there, I was thinking, what would make a ninja go dumpster <laughs> diving? <laughs> Like, what gets you in the dumpster, Katie? I'm curious. 
Because I was starting to think to me, like, what gets me in that dumpster, yo? It's not a lot. It's not a lot. Uh, Promise you. You going in for your blankie? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going for the blankie. Now, you didn't even hesitate. Yeah. You had the same... You answered with the same quickness you did when I asked you if you would eat sushi off of a stranger's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> you ain't even thinking? No, I'm you going in that for thing. Blanket. For yeah. real? Yeah. For real? Absolutely. Anything else? That's where I'm trying to figure out. You drawing a line at blanking? <laughs> no, okay, this is nuts. What are you talking about? That's the only thing? What? What if it's your engagement nah, ring? It- not an engagement ring. <laughs> no. Okay. I was going to say it's a ring that my grandmother gave me. All right. So there's a ring that my grandmother gave me that has all of our birthstones on it. Like, so my mom, oh, my aunt, fire. my uncle, and hers. Where's yours? But I don't I don't wear it because it's that special. I don't wear this ring. I keep oh. it in the box. Okay. All right. All right. Like, I don't wear it. Um, But it has, like, all of our, it has our names and then our birthstones. When did she get wrapped around? When it? did it she get gold. that for y'all? She, uh, Long time ago. Like. Seven years ago. Oh, so you had it for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's, I just that's I don't wear it though, but I keep. Gets. It. Yeah. You'd go in the dumpster for that. Yeah. Anything else? Nah, not that I can think of. Like not even your like your wife. <laughs> if if, if she's in there, yeah. if she's in there, yeah. I'll help her out. <laughs> what does that mean? You uh, call for help? I, no, I. <laughs> You'll be at the roof. <laughs> Reach for my hand. <laughs> All right. Come on, baby. Reach on. <laughs> Fine. Yo, I remember the dude called up and he said that he dropped his glasses in there. I'm not going for my glasses. I'm going to be blind. No, he was already in there because he oh. worked. It's something he did for a living. <laughs> but he said he dropped his glasses and he couldn't find them. And that made me wonder, like, when people can't find their glasses, what do they do? Freak out. <laughs> then shoot. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> That's not for everybody. <laughs> Some people get that joke. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I thought you would have a better answer. Ah, uh, freak out. <laughs> I just thought about how I when I lose my glasses. Yeah, right? How do you find them? I've never had glasses. I always just like, when he said that, I'm like, holy shit. I never thought about that. I, I panic. How the hell do you find your glasses? I panic. You, you, you just like, you be patting around? No, sometimes if I can't. So, so I'm nearsighted, so I have to get super close. So say if, like, I lose my glasses and the night stands over there, uh-huh. I'll be squinting. But I have to walk up real close on it and just look like this. Uh, you be it's like, like yo, those are them. Like I'm super. Yeah, I'm real close. So you just be putting anything on your face until you find them. Just raccoons and shit. Wait. I'm like, this is not it. Wait. No, this is not it. Headphones on you. All right. That's how you find them. And then sometimes I've had to do the pat. I, I'm not gonna lie. You gotta do the pat. I've had so to do the little... thing. You pat. All right. Yeah. You TSA. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's in the comforter. I know yeah. it is. Yo, I know lift it this is. up for me. Lift this up for me. Wait. <laughs> All right. All right. Nah. Should be blurry. I get it. Damn it. I get it. I just wanted to know. Thank you. Thank you for walking me through that experience. <laughs> Who's next? Speaking of experience, apparently Atlanta sucks and we got to fight back. No, we don't.
No, but it's not just him. If it was just him, I'd be on your side. Okay. What's okay. his name? Matt Rife. Apparently, he's a TikTok comedian that all of the women think are cute and it's funny, and he's like the new guy at school, and they be so hype, and then oh a few, few years go by, you never hear about him again. But that's not the point. Point is, <laughs> just being honest. I know. Like, what are we doing? Um, He's sold out right now. He's hot. He's dope. Yeah. Cool. He doesn't like Atlanta. Who gives a shit that he doesn't like Atlanta? Battle rap, though. We were talking about that earlier. Battle rappers say the same thing. About Atlanta? Yes. Because they're homophobic. No. Then why don't they like Atlanta? Is that really what you think it is? Yeah. I don't know. They I don't said know. the crowds I, I, don't give I, them it like... It came to me. I don't know. <laughs> All right. No, Katie. I just Katie thought battle rappers... Like <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought battle rappers, men who think that the stereotype of there's a lot of down low men in Atlanta... Katie, there's gay battle rappers. Oh, okay. Fucked you up with that one, didn't I? <laughs> and he's pretty, he's, pretty, he's pretty good, too. Happy Pride. Yes. <laughs> he kind of nice. Okay, okay, okay. Nice is... is I mean, I no. mean, and obviously, well, no, because let's be honest. Like, battle rap was once homophobic the same way regular rap mm-hmm. was. And I and it's still there. Like, we'd be lying to say it's not there, but I think it's getting a lot better. Okay. Battle rap is not nearly as homophobic as actual rap is, though, because there are yeah. actually gay battle rappers in the community. And I truly think that when they say that, they believe it's because when they come to Atlanta, and I've seen it, the crowd just don't give them the same shit that the other cities give them. I think it's not a market for it here in Atlanta. Like, we don't mm. know battle rap. I didn't know that battle rap was as serious as it was until I met you. That's most people, so I get that. You it, know what I'm saying? It, yeah, you and you're from New York. You, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. When you come to Atlanta, that's not what Atlanta's known for. We're not known for battle it's rap culture. a lot culture. of good battle rappers out of Atlanta, too, but I guess they just don't get the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't get that. The push. Yes, that feel. Who are we known for? T.I. We know for different types. He's doing all of it. He battle rapping, (laughs) doing comedy. He just sucking at all of it. I love T.I. I'm joking. (laughs) But I would get why the crowds wouldn't be that nice because, first of all, we're not aware of it. But what about comedy? Is it just him saying this? I have personally had amazing times in Atlanta. There's, um, I've had way worse shows in New York. It's not even close for me. Honestly, I think there's a lot more comedy clubs. And a lot more comedy events that go on in Atlanta than people care to realize. Does when I see this, Atlanta's what I don't a good know. spot for comedy, in my opinion. Now, one thing I do know, um, and I love Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. There are not a lot of white comedians that the black community accepts. If we're being honest, yes, and right? that's the thing. Because Bill Burr has always been accepted to me. I, I think he's hilarious. But there's a lot of white comedians who do well in white crowds, but then they come places where it's just a black crowd and it's a little different. Do you think he's going through that? Because I really haven't listened to his set. To truly know. So. And Atlanta is very diverse. What I know about him is that he started out on Wild and Out. He was the Wild and Out dude. he didn't have a good experience there, they say. Yeah, because with Wild and Out, he was hit and miss of what he said. Like, I've uh. seen episodes with him on Wild and Out, and it was before his glow up. He did not look how he looks now. The way he looks Abby now. said something like that. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't all that? No. You, you got a little jawline now? He was overlooked in Wild and Out. He... He had a glow up after Wild and Out. Now everybody hype. Yeah, now everybody's hype. But every time I've seen clips of him, yes, he's funny, but it's clips of him interacting with the audience. I've never seen him just tell his own his own story and be hilarious alone. That's what I've never seen either. I'm not saying he's not funny. Yeah, he, but I I so, seen him. I gotta see you do an hour. I don't know that version. I've seen I just too know... many comedians do hours. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and people keep sending me like sixty seconds of him, and I think they're awesome. But I'm like. What do you want me to do with this? Yeah, out of all the videos I see him, it's like, all right, so where are you from? Where are you? And then yes. he goes off of that. Right. I don't know how he is alone. 
Right. And I think that may be where the disconnect is. So a lot like that battle rap situation we talked about earlier, we don't have the information. Mm-hmm. Say less. This is In The Moment's Note of the Week. I just want y'all to know there are a lot of times in life when y'all look at somebody and say, hey, don't do that. You know why? Because you're better than that. And I just want y'all to know that 90% of the time that y'all are saying that to somebody, they're not better than that. That's exactly who they are. Maya Angelou told y'all a long time ago, believe them oh. when they show you who they are. What you thought, wrong. Katie? The sun has come. All right. The mist have gone. That would have had Samuel, <laughs> that, that whole Morgan Freeman. We see in the distance okay. a long way home. All right. No? No, they got the no. note. I'm out. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> Stupid joke of the week. Uh, here you go again. <laughs> Katie, when does Friday come before Thursday? Hold on, when does Friday come before Thursday? Yeah, shit, you might have me on this one. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, you're easy one, too. When do, are you serious? Yep, and That's it's the same time that success comes before work. Now, nah, I'm overthinking it. Just tell me. The first part of the answer to this riddle is exactly what gets hoes in trouble. What? The dictionary. All right. I tried to give you a clue. All right. All That's the right. only clue I could think of. All right. You know what a hope is without All the, right. The, the, the HP. All, All right. right. All right. All right, y'all. It's time for Mo and Katie to fight about relationships. Katie. Mo. I'm going to admit something right here, right now. Are you in love, finally? No. I know. Fight me. <laughs> you see me? <laughs> Boy, I'm a ninja. So... True story. Mm-hmm. We were listening to the big show. The question came up. Question? <laughs> if your significant other hit on your best friend, would you want them to say something? My significant other or my best friend? Both. Yeah. To both? Yeah. Even though I know my significant other wouldn't wouldn't do that because they're that well. they're they're sneaking around, right? But my best friend should be like, "Hey, girl, let me tell you." And if your best friend hit on your significant other, you would expect your significant other to tell you. Yes. No questions asked. No. All right, because it'd be times on the big show when I'm like, "Damn, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm crazy." Because everybody was like, "Nah, ignorance is you know is bliss." Yeah. Bliss my ass. Yeah, bliss my ass too. Right. But you know what I thought to myself? Maybe people in these situations, and I'm assuming, I don't know, who say, if my significant other hit on my best friend, I'd rather not know. They take the Mario Winings route. <laughs> Maybe it's because they wouldn't leave. Right? Because if you're not gonna leave, then there's no you point don't in knowing. Know. Yeah. What would you know for? And I think so many people get caught up in this I'm not leaving thing. I'm not leaving. We're married. You have to stay for the kids. You have to stay for the papers. Fuck them kids. That's how I feel. Fuck the government. Yo, fam, I'm telling you right now. If and when I do get married, whatever I would have left for when we were boyfriend and girlfriend, I will still leave for, even though we're married with kids. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people don't have that mentality. And that's fair. That's your life. You live it. I got mine. I'm going to live it. You have to respect me the same way as a husband. You would respect me as a boyfriend. In fact, even more. Not less. I feel like I listen to married people and the way they talk and answer things tells me that they have this mindset that 
Well, now you can get away with more because mm-hmm. we have kids. Mm-hmm. Now you can get away with more because we're married. So maybe I would have left you if we were three months in, but now that we're 30 years in with kids or 13 years in or whatever it is, now I'm just going to stay and be mad at you. I promise you, Katie, I don't know what happens to people's minds that they get to that place. I don't have it. Mm -mm. Whatever I would have left you for three years in, I'm more sensitive now. Mm -hmm. I've given you more of my time. I've been a good husband. I've been a good father. I've been what? What is this mindset? Am I? Do you understand where I'm going? That people have of now that we've been in it longer and we have kids, I'm gonna put up with more. I'm not. Now that we found love, what are we gonna do? Talk about it. Okay. Great song too. What I think it is, is that a lot of people when they think that they found their person or when they hope that they found their person, they don't want to think what they have to deal with if they're single again and it's like damn i'm single again will i ever find a person for me so i'd rather ride it out with your bullshit everybody's a ride it out with this bum person and as opposed to go out here be strong and then find believe a person really kind of person yep. yes then believe yep. that there's someone out there that will treat me better than this shit and I, is, is it that they're afraid to be alone is it that they are afraid that they'll never find see but don't, don't sound like when people say that i'm afraid I, i'll never love again because in my mind, you, you've never loved. Because love wouldn't make you be in this position, if it's me. Unless y'all searching for a different kind of love than I know love to be. Because I'm still looking for that Disney love that I know don't really exist in life. And I'm going to keep looking for it. See, everyone has a different, different definition of love. Absolutely. And so what they think may be love in their terrible situation, they think that that's what love is. So if you think that's what love is, why would I let that go? And then hope that I would find something better or some other love That's like crazy. you know it's a it's a fear of being alone it has to be yes because i'm fine being alone a lot of people are not That's, majority i feel like majority of people, people do not know how to be alone if you discover that nobody could ever play with you i yeah. truly believe that i feel like the moment i outgrew the feeling and thought that you are supposed to be with someone to be happy because society will teach you that. Mm -hmm. Society will teach you that being single is a disease. I feel like the moment you outgrow that and realize it is not, and a lot of the time, your happiest times come when you're single, Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time your single friends are a lot happier than your friends that are married, you will truly not let anybody play with you. You let people play with you when you are terrified of being alone and you don't really want to admit it. And COVID should have taught a lot of us that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But I think that when people finally ride the wave of, you know what? I'm going to be alone. I'm going to heal. I'm going to do what I need to do for me. They start to do it. And they'll be on the road to what I think is success. But then that little moment Mm -hmm. of, I want to be lying next to someone. Happens to all of us. We're human. You reel it all back and forget all the shit over again. Then you fall for someone else's bullshit. And the next thing you know, it's 23 years, two kids that you don't even care about, and a husband that don't even treat you how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to stick it out because that's my man, my man, my man. Because you don't know. Get a hobby. better. Get a damn hobby. <laughs> Get a, I'm telling you, Katie. It's no different than I was doing, well, not was, I am doing intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. I told you about it. I'm on week three. First two weeks were monsters first week was even harder a lot like the cold showers first 30 seconds is i mean i want to say hell but it's 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 the opposite right (laughs) but yo it's like anything else in life Mm -hmm. 
you get adjusted. Yeah. You breathe. Yeah. You try to find a way to relax within it. Mm-hmm. You drink water. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're fine. And you're okay. It's the most amazing thing. You get so hungry in that first week or two. And I'm only on three. I can't tell you what four or five months look like, but I will. And it's probably much easier than the third week. But this third week, a lot easier than the first because your stomach will snatch you up in the first week and tell you, yo, what the hell you doing, yo? Mm-hmm. Wilding. Mm-hmm. You got to drink water. Mm-hmm. You got to drink water. And what you'll notice is your mind is telling you to go get a protein bar or a shake or anything to quiet this hunger. Mm-hmm. But when you drink water, shockingly, it goes away just the same. Mm-hmm. And you'll be kind of shocked, like, damn, I ain't even thought about food. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the gym. That buy me another two hours. I still haven't thought about food. Next thing I know, the fastest up I can eat. And once that becomes a routine, you will realize that your body is so much more advanced than you. Your mind is so much more advanced than you because you're ready to give up. Your body will tell you to give up. Well, no, it's actually your mind. Your mind will tell you to give up. Your body is fine. Mm-hmm. People really talk themselves out of shit. I can't do this. No, my God, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Your body is fine. Yep. A little bit of water and you're good. And now I'm in this week and I'm doing it with ease. And I really believe that relationships are like that. Yep. Fighting for your dream job is like that. Mm-hmm. Dealing with friendships is like that. Everything is like that. Yes, it's hard. That's life. Things are hard. But the things you really want to see, the end results, you just got to drink some water and push through the shit. And like I always believe and I still believe and I will stick beside it 100%, you never have to settle. So with not settling, I did what I always do. And I moved on when I felt like I wasn't in a place where I was appreciated. Mm-hmm. But you know one of the things that happened in that situation, Katie, that I never spoke about before? Uh-oh. What happened? In that relationship, her cousin slash best friend, and I ain't going to say which relationship, but it was one of them, was trying to holler at me. Like, a couple times. No! Katie. Yeah. And one time it was obvious, too. I mean, she did it in front of everybody. But I never said anything. And you know I had the yeah. opportunity, too? Because when it was at the point of, like, yo, what are we doing? We building a bridge or we letting the bridge collapse? And we was letting the bridge collapse. I could have been like, yo. Oh, but because you knew it was the end, it didn't uh, make any sense point? for you to even mention it. Nah, I let it go. Oh. I let it go. I didn't even say it. So this happened during the end, not when y'all were good. Nah, it happened twice. Once was once was, was when y'all the were end good. for sure. Oh, right. Once when we were good. Then why did you say anything when y'all were good? I wasn't sure. First time, I wasn't sure. You were like, did she? she It wasn't obvious. Okay. It wasn't like, let's go upstairs. It wasn't that. But it was like, that that made me uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not really sure. I could be bugging. But the second time was like, okay. Okay. All right. Yep. We're all drunk now. And I know what I saw. I know what I felt. I watched it happen. And I'm going to tell you off air what really went down. I don't want to get the details. But did I do the wrong thing? No, because you knew it was the end. So what does it matter if I tell you if we're no longer going to be an item? All right. I feel like if you were rocking, you were like, yo, this is my lady forever. Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something real quick and, you know, let you make make you aware. Yeah. We already at the end. It ain't worth it. Yeah. All right. I feel better. Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with your host Mo and co-host Katie.